So strange, but appealing. Welcome to the Bump Shop Diaries. Join us, perhaps you may want to listen to a Bump Shop story. Was that Robert? That was the ghost? Holy shit, that was the ghost of fucking Robert Stack. It worked. I went to a psychic who said she could talk to dead people. I said, if you can talk to dead people, I want you to record Robert Stack doing the intro. She said, bet, 50 bucks, little man. And I put that shit in her hand, and wow, that was incredible. (laughs) If you don't already know, it's Evo Jesus, and you're listening to the Bump Shop Diaries. And today... I'm going to sit down with Christy, who is going to be a bit of a reoccurring co-host, I guess you could say, when it makes sense. Like, if we go on a trip together um, and we want to talk about it, we're going to fucking talk about it. Other than that, it's just going to be me sitting down with some fucking weird-ass strangers and talking to them about wh- what what do they do. I've always been kind of curious that way, like, fucking, what is going on in this guy's life, you know? How did you get to the point you're at? So, uh, it should be fun. And today we sit down, we just kind of talk about what we did over last summer, um, what we plan on accomplishing this summer, and then the project that we've been working on over the winter, which is thebumpshopbackroom.com. This has been an idea of mine for probably five years now. Some shit that I've always wanted to do. I've been selling vintage clothing and toys and antique shit online for almost 10 years. And I always was like, man, I just I should just do my own fucking thing. And I finally did it. So you can go to the website. You'll see kind of a curated collection of vintage stuff. Uh, we got some Budweiser joints up from like the 80s. Some snapbacks. Got some super dope fucking leather pants that were brooks leather made in detroit 1960s fucking just looking for the right person to fit them um you know if they're your size fucking you need to cop those jaunts because fuck if they could tell a story dude leather motorcycle pants from the 60s what would they say i wish i could fucking interview those pants you know what i'm saying so the vintage shit will constantly be updating uh which shit i find and then uh we got new designs stuff christy's been drawn um stuff i've come up with uh we got support for the homies um you can find crazy gentlemen shirts up there right now um if you want to support rob um creep cycle which is you know ohio garrett we got some of his shit available right now so if you want to support him his shit now has a place where you can go fucking get it. Um, you know, it's just something I've always thought of doing. And I was like, fucking, I'm just going to do it. And so now we're doing it. <laughs> and that's, that is what it is. Uh, we will have some fucking black coffee congregation coffee available as well. Eventually I'm working on FDA a label approval some dumb shit like that but uh found a roaster that we partnered with and we'll be able to offer some coffee for a limited time also like a lot of these designs those will be limited too i think i talk about that in this podcast um but yeah the whole idea was just uh it was just some shit i always wanted to do man i got like 
a weird obsession or love for like vintage shit and it kind of was born out of that so a lot of the new shit kind of looks vintage as well i guess you'd call it retro whatever but uh check it out you might find something you like and it might be gone the next day (laughs) i don't know I I do have an idea I want to drop for like maybe a week and just see what happens and then fuck it when it's gone it's gone whatever um and I think right now I am gonna make the vintage stuff free shipping because the new shirts will be shipping from a different location so just to save you guys the aggravation um fuck it like we'll just make that free and like all the vintage shit like I always throw in some weird other vintage stuff in there. Just something small. And then, you know, of course, I'm got to have some stickers. So, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Um, now that this podcast intro was as long as the podcast, I'll quit fucking talking. No one vintage merch available at bumshopbackroom.com. Bumshopbackroom.com. <laughs> <laughs> It's more awkward because you never did one in front of me. No, nah, it's yeah. always like a closet secret, and you're always like hiding away and recording yep. when nobody's around. Yeah, I do the same thing when I do uh, Rob's intros. Yeah, I hide somewhere. You think everybody's all judgy, <laughs> listening to every word? I think for the creative process to flow, which with his, I don't ever really have an idea until I start talking. It's just fake it until you make it all yeah, the time. Yeah, so it's a couple a couple tries of like start off. I do like my normal intro thing and then I'll just say a few words and then that'll give me an idea. So then I delete that and then I redo it. And then usually by like the fourth one. You have something quality. I wouldn't say that, but I got something. So it's like 90% of our relationship I got, then. <laughs> I got something <laughs> to give him. And okay. he seems happy with it. So All right. You know, for that gig it's an audience of one if rob likes it i'm good with it all right and that's kind of like our relationship too if rob's okay with it (laughs) either or i'd be your audience of one in case you missed that point Mm. yeah yeah it's based on that so well we could talk about the first time you ever took me on a motorcycle first time i'd ever ridden on a motorcycle yep first time you ever rode on a motorcycle was with me oh yeah Oh. And that was not that long ago. And I was in about that life. Five years ago. Yeah. You looked ago. like you probably had been on a bike before. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I had that, like, leather daddy lady kind of vibe going. Yeah, I mean, you were missing the rhinestones. Oh, that's true. And the bejeweled pockets. Yeah, and, like, that tribal print. Yeah. Yeah, for Other sure. Other than that, though. Like, nine-tenths of the way there. Yeah. You're yeah. real close. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's so gross. <laughs> Hardly. So anyway, uh, what what make and model bike was your first bike that you were on? Uh, 84 Evo Softail. <laughs> not even close. How was that not right? It's a 98 Fat Boy, which is a Softail. Oh, I'm thinking of the Sportster, aren't I? Yeah, but that's also a 94, not an 84. The van's an 84. The van's an 84. Ah, see, I know something. You got that down. <laughs> So we go out to Owasso, and it's not like a super long drive, maybe 25 minutes. You can take a lot of country roads and stuff to get there, and we're going to go mm-hmm. have coffee, and it's like, you know, our first like travel kind of day on the motorcycle, if you want to call it that. When or we whatever. were courting. Our first fucking adventure. 
And, oh, wait, no, I'm thinking about the other time when it broke down. But, so we go, we have fun. We'll get into that later. We go, we have fun. We're on our way back. I think I had to work or something. So I was, like, kind of time sensitive. And I hear this, like, loud bang, bang. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm gripping the sissy bar because I'm pretty sure I'm going to fucking die. And... We had to pull over on the side of the road. What was it? Like 105 degrees out that day? It was hot. And there was not a fucking tree inside. It was a scorcher. Like we were in the middle of fucking farm country. There was one tree in the yard with the dog in the yard. So I wasn't really... You weren't going to share it with the dog. Nah. It looked pretty aggressive. Dog owned the tree. Yeah. So he starts working and like taking the seat off because there's stuff under there. You know, I don't know what stuff, but there's stuff under there. And he's trying to diagnostically figure out what's wrong with the motorcycle. So I'm just keeping my mouth shut because I'm like... I ain't trying to stress him out, but I'm already frustrated because here I am out in the middle of fucking nowhere, standing in 105 degree heat, and he doesn't figure it out. But no, I did figure it out. You figured it out right there. Yeah, I figured it out. I was like, it's probably the fucking stator. I have uh, my meter. You knew it was a stator, but you didn't have anything to fix it. I didn't have another stator with me. That's no. true. That's true. <laughs> we were fucked. People just carry fucking staters and alternators around, like uh, you know, whatever. You know, no big deal. Yeah. It's kind of like the guys who carry points around. Yeah. Yeah, Just pack an extra stator. There you go. And we get picked up by this old guy that's like cruising along. And at this point, he doesn't have his trailer with him. He's just like every weird guy that stops on the side of the road and is like, do you want a ride? But super nice dude. Uh Lives right down the road. Goes and picks up his trailer and comes back to pick us up, right? Yeah, and I told him not to do that, if you remember. Yeah. He was like, do you need help? I go, nope, got it. <laughs> he goes, well, what are you going to do? I go, I don't know. I'm going to call my dad, maybe get his trailer if he's home and not 600 miles north of here. That's true. He was like, all right, good luck. Yeah. And then he came back five minutes later with the trailer. Yeah. And the trailer the trailer was nice. It was clean inside. It's an enclosed trailer. Yeah, like you could have lived in the trailer. It was a nice trailer. So you guys load the bike up onto the trailer, mm-hmm. get it all secured and tied down, mm-hmm. and then you know he like he escorts us to the truck that's hauling the the trailer. Yeah. And I take one look at the fucking inside, and I die a little bit more inside after already standing in 105 degree heat on the side of the road after I thought I almost died on the motorcycle. It was yeah. covered in five inches of fucking dog hair. Now I'm not talking like five inches wide, like five inches fucking deep. I vomited a little bit. Just thinking about having to get in the fucking car. I just thought it was a white interior. <laughs> it was so bad. It was real bad. Yeah. Borderline fucking just completely and utterly disgusting. But I got in anyways because I'm a fucking trooper. And yeah. What else was I going to do? Walk home in the heat, right? Oh, you could have waited there and I could have came back. Yeah. In the truck. But it kind of had like those houses nearby kind of had like... Texas was, Chainsaw vibes, yeah, you know? It was just the one like, house. Like, would I have still been there? It was just the one house with the dog by itself. And the one tree. Like, uh, and it didn't have a basement. It was just like one of them flat-looking small houses. I would have been dead. You know, came back for me, I would have been nowhere to be found. Yeah. So it was like... I think houses that are just on a slab, no crawl, are inherently creepy. This is true. It's like, who's choosing to buy that? And even if they're not creepy, they're still fucking creepy. Yeah, that's what One I meant house. by inherently. Middle of the I think nowhere. I use that right. Yeah, probably. All right. Just throwing big words out there, hoping you fucking but swing that dude, it. But that dude was a fireworks expert. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Tell him about his story. <laughs> and he collected cast iron pans. <laughs> oh, it was such a long ride. He's like, you got any cast iron pans? I was like, on the bike? No. <laughs> oh, 
man. Not with me, man. He's like, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> be a lot cooler. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, thanks for the information. I'm going to go check my one cast iron pan I have when I get home. And at that point, we were only probably, what, 15 minutes away from home? Because it was like yeah. a total 25-minute drive. Yeah. We yeah. weren't far. Was it the longest 15 minutes of your life? It was so long. Yeah. And that dude just did that for no reason. Yeah, it was super kind, though. Like, you meet some of the coolest, weirdest fucking I think I tried to give him way. money, and he wouldn't take it. Yeah. Yeah, he's an all right dude. Yeah. I mean, it was better than waiting your, for your dad to drive seven hours back and 7,000 miles. And maybe if he was up. home, it wouldn't have been the same amount of time. This is true. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the time that I got sent over to go pick up his trailer and I had to hook it up with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about uncomfortable. And if you guys don't know, like his dad is like the most serious old farmer, mechanic, grouchy, straightforward, blunt dude ever. Yep. So to like think that you're going to go over to his house and take anything is like <laughs> absolutely fucking terrifying. Not only that, but it's his trailer and Ronnie's truck. So I'm like... I'm yeah. just fucking destined to failure. Yeah, I hooked it up, but I'm gonna get fucking two miles down the road, and the damn thing is gonna fall off and end up in the ditch. But I made it. That was when you broke down on the sportser. It was like one of your first, first trial that was run. The first ride. Yeah. I got about the same distance away, and the stator went out. Was it the stator again? Yep. That's funny. Yeah, because some farmer dude uh, came out and he brought his meter, and I was like, I'm pretty sure the battery's dead because something's fucking going on. That was before I got there. Yeah. yeah, and so he came out with a meter and some beers, and then that was sketchy because I didn't have like insurance, <laughs> a license plate, <laughs> fucking anything. But you're like in farm country, just like beer drinking next year. Yeah, well, I was like on the edge. Illegal sports or chopper. I was like on the edge of farm country, and it was a nice road, so it's like definite route that like the township police take. That's true. So that was a little bit sketchy. And then I got it there, that's to say the least, you until uh, you just told me to get the fuck out of the truck so you could back it up because I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, you backed up like three feet, but you were a quarter mile in front of me. And I'm like, that's not enough. <laughs> and yeah, get out of the way because I'm not pushing it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So those were our two breakdown experiences, but like my very first ever motorcycle trip was a breakdown. It was a breakdown in 105 degree heat in a five inch dirty dog disgusting car. Yeah. With but the nicest dude ever. It was a Chevy, so that was good. <laughs> oh, man. Or what about the time that we went to Owasso and it was like our second trip out there and the soft tail broke down? This is the same time. When you had to roll it? Yeah. Was it at the same time? I was thinking it was the next time. We rode out there. We got coffee. We went back to the bike, tried to start it. It was fucking dead. And there was a little bit of a hill, so I'm trying to, like, duck walk it down this, <laughs> not even really an incline, but a little bit of an incline. A smidge. Decline, I guess, because I was going downhill. Right. A reverse incline. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then some bum was like, you want me to push? And I was like... No, I got it. I'm pretty <laughs> and then, sure he, he was just, like riding a swing with like long flowy hippie hair and maybe flowers in it, his basket. And then he just started pushing it anyway. Yeah. And then I got it started. And then at that point I was like, we need to go home. Yeah, that's, that so is what it tried. was. I was thinking it was the next trip. So then we tried going home and we didn't make it. It, it definitely backfired. 
And you're probably thinking, what the fuck was that? But I also was like, what the fuck was that? But it backfired I had, like twice. I, I had to be like, it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I just fucking send a piston through the rocker box. Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. It was loud. It's terrible. It was a little unnerving. But it was the start to a beautiful and meaningful relationship, right? Yeah, I mean, if you can get through a stator going out, yeah, you pretty much get through anything. Well, that means big things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Since then, we've taken a picture in the same spot every year for five years. Yep. Got coffee at... Oh, yeah, because that would have been the first time we went there. Yeah. And then, uh... Coffee at that hipster fucking doofus spot. Yeah. And Where I wore the I same curb, the, a I fuck think, hipsters t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, I think the second time we went there, I was wearing a fuck hipsters t-shirt. Yeah. And I was all happy when I just went in and ordered a black coffee. Yeah. I snuck a picture of like you walking in with your fuck hipster shirt on and their mm-hmm. sign in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was dope. A bunch of dudes drinking caramel macchiatos in there on their MacBook Airs. We roll out with two black coffees and drink them on the curb. Yeah, I just rolled in grease covered wearing a fuck hipster shirt and ordered black coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So, yeah. So then... uh, We had some really cool adventures along the way and a lot of them just even in this last year. Yeah, we did a lot of shit last year. Yeah, a lot of shit. Which... What was the first thing? Oh, Garrett came up here and bought a bike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that bike. Puke. <laughs> which I think is officially dead now. It, like, made it, like, halfway through one trip, right? He was ripping it around Cleveland, and then we did the creep out, and it made it almost to where we were going to do the out part of the creep out, which was sleeping outside. Yeah. The second, it made it the first, it made it all the way from Cleveland to here. That's good. And then about an hour north of here. And then it rested for the night. And then it made it like a few hours the next morning. Oh, yeah. Cause you guys rolled out to that first camp. Spot. And it died. And yeah. Cause on, uh, we were up riding up 127 and I was ripping like 90 some miles an hour. That was a beautiful stretch. And all. Tyler pulled up next to me. He's like, dude, you got to slow down. I looked behind me and I was like, where the fuck is everybody? He's <laughs> like, you're doing 98 or 95 or something. I was like, oh, all right. I have no speedometer. And I think that helped kill Garrett's bike because I think for a minute he said he was trying to keep up. And then he realized he wasn't going to. And then at the next gas stop, it was puking. Yeah, but then he sucks. fixed it. And then it broke again. So I think he's officially declared that bike dead. Do you remember how the other night we talked about like actually the authenticity of people and like not just like taking people's word? No. Over the hockey situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but <laughs> do you really know? Yeah. Like so and so played for so and so and owns such and such and has all these listen. great things, but do you really fucking know? Yeah, because he told me, listen, I've been talking to a ex NHL. <laughs> player he played for the chicago blackhawks yeah he's born in canada he's was a scout hockey player ever is gonna be like osborne in canada well the good ones usually (laughs) (laughs) or russia uh no fuck russia dude fuck russia just canada just kidding (laughs) <laughs> we love Boom, the house fucking blows up from like some missile shot four thousand miles away like ovechkin anyway um 
if you're hearing background noise, it's probably a drone <laughs> from Russia. Uh, no, he was a scout for the Coyotes and fucking some other team. But there's no verification of anything. Just like he told me, we talk. Uh, Andy talks like a fucking mafia dude from the, the 30s. So, so I mean, some mentally ill guy from somewhere that. that you don't know He's that got has a leather. no proof of anything is definitely uh, somebody he's, that's. Nope, he's got a leather bound <laughs> notebook. Which makes it very important. You know? And his apartment smells of rich mahogany. I don't know about that, but he probably does have a walnut credenza. (laughs) (laughs) I would guarantee almost he has a walnut. Dude, he smokes Cubans. He fucking just blows Cubans outside. For sure. There's nothing wrong with that guy. No. He's 100% authentic. Something. He's, yeah. He's the real deal. He tried to tell me to look up his fight because he, I think he said he had to go with Ty Domi. Tidomi. Yeah. And he no almost idea. had to go with Probert. Probert. Uh, I think he came in the league. He said 86 oh. or 89. I, I just tune out. Okay. His, like when he talks, you know, it's just so interesting that I can't even understand him. Yeah. He just melts your brain in this edition. <laughs> yeah. Just the way he like fucking talks, you know, he's like a wise guy. Yeah. And so I'm just like thinking of Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. <laughs> I hear nothing that he says. Sure. Yeah, then we went to uh, Lowbrow Get Down. Yep, that was one of our first stops. I think it happened. I mean, the venue was cool. Besides Dude, the fact that they that didn't want you to ride the mini bikes. Fucking campground is huge. But like between like the cor- the quarry there and the beach and like the vendors and all the shade was like magnificent. Oh yeah. Cuz it was so hot. Like we rode down there the night before cuz we left at night and it was like 95 degrees with no heat or not heat. <laughs> no AC in the van, right? And then the sun's just beaming on me the whole time. I literally was going to like melt my fucking seat before we even got there. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you got in the woods, it was so shaded and so beautiful. That you like the heat didn't even bother you. Yeah, a bunch of old growth trees. Yeah, it was cool, cool. and it just went for like miles and miles and miles. This campground was so big that you would think like, okay, I've already been here, but it was like J and then double J and then triple J and double U and you know triple U, and it it just kept going and going and going for days. Greg until we got kicked off the mini bike. Greg seen the whole grounds in like four minutes on my mini bike. (laughs) at night at 180 <laughs> miles an hour dude he's like that uh i want to ride my motorcycle song dude <laughs> came around the corner at a screaming whatever he says fucking 2,000 miles an hour yeah. yeah so him and i originally were supposed to like go putz around right uh-huh. and it was dark at that point and there wasn't like there's some bonfires and stuff but like with all the coverage overhead from the trees you really couldn't see shit so we're supposed to like go together and he just takes off like a bat out of fucking hell through maybe 24 fucking people and i'm surprised he didn't fucking murder somebody with a mini bike dude i can't believe he didn't catch like a tent string <laughs> yeah. it was brutal it was crazy so at this point we're already running from the golf cart people because they're like the campground supervisors dude that was some ex jerry garcia impersonator who when like jerry died he was out of a job that guy's fucking attitude sucked. yeah i took over and was like the mini bike police dude that guy sucked yeah, so we get out, and once Greg finally slows down for me to catch him, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not fucking going after that. 
So once he finally slows down, we're like heading down like a different camp trail and there's, you know, some tents and stuff over there. So there's people patrolling and I see the golf cart headlights. So I hurry up and kill my ignition switch and I go to reach over to kill Greg's because he couldn't figure out where the switch was on the bike. And then we had those like little LED powered lights. So he puts his on trying to turn it off. And now it's like flashing super bright, like letting <laughs> him know where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. So I like hurry up and like shut his off too. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like the popo, you know? Damn. And that was before you and Josh, or no, after you and Josh took off to go hit that hill on the back end of the property. Yeah, I was the only one who made it up that hill. I didn't even try. I was like, that's says private steep. property. I ain't going nah, up there. I didn't say private property until you got up the hill. Nah. Yeah. You sure? Yep. Okay. That was pretty close. No. I just saw the private property sign and I was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, it was, a, it was like on the other side of the hill. And that's after we put those new 200 Predators in, right? 212. So those things fucking rip on those yeah. little doodle bugs. Yeah. Yeah. They rip. Did Josh get the hill or no? No. 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 Josh was... Because he took my bike out his after ba- that. By that point in the night, his balance was off. A little altered. Yeah. Yeah. He's I working mean, against gravity. It was, it was like a pretty cool setup though. Like some people had some like hammocks tied up and like... You know, like, our bonfire was, like, kind of a community bonfire. So, like, yeah. we set up with some pretty cool people and got to know them. And, you know, at one point, I went to bed and you guys walked around and got to know everybody. But There was uh, Will Paul Tattoo's dude, the El Camino. The oh, tattoo yeah. guy. That car was dope. Yeah. yeah. That dude was cool. Um, oh, and the maggots. <laughs> Tell the maggots, sorry. Dude, they weren't <laughs> maggots. They were... They were maggots, weren't no, they? No, no, they were fucking... Uh, me and Greg were just talking about this the other day. I think they were worms or fucking... There was something eggs, some worm eggs Like a larvae? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sitting there and Greg's like, where's that fucking macaroni sale? This shit was good. <laughs> and he starts eating it and then he like fucking stabs some on his knife. He's like, here, try that. And I try it. And then he's like, ooh. I'm like, what? He's like, don't try it. And I'm like, why? He's like, there's fucking, you know... And he's like he eating knew. these other people's food. Like this ain't even our food. He knew the name of whatever it was. It was fucking some kind of fucking worm. Well, just larva, say maggot egg, for whatever. All intents. Basically, and there was maggots. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was nasty. Like Esham's maggot brain theory. So apparently, somebody had like had a few too many. Somebody and left, left it out. the fucking mayonnaise out, dude. Yeah. It was gross. And some people ingested it, and some people. Didn't. I ate it, and I didn't see anything in it, so it's fine. Gross. Oh, whatever. Yeah, and then uh, there was the dudes ripping it (laughs) that kept getting told to shut it down. Yeah. Fucking blowing up their bikes. What was wrong with those guys? Yeah, they had like a whole like goofy ass setup too. Oh, and those people from the creep out the year before were there. The also creep out from Burning Turf. Burning Turf, yeah. 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 They were there. They're good people. I think they're out of like Columbus or something. Yeah, remember. so Ohio based somewhere. Yeah, so yeah, I was uh putzing around when they were doing the drag strips through the forest, like on the bikes or whatever. And I think like you went through and popped a wheelie and got scored. Yeah, it was kind of funny, but I was like just kind of putzing around because obviously like I'm not popping wheelies or nothing. And uh, oh, I pop a wheelie. I ran into them and they're like, "Hey, weren't you from Burden Turf?" And I was like, "Yeah, I knew you were familiar. You just can't always place it when you see somebody once and then a year later." I you know? had no idea who they were. Yeah, 
And then uh, overall, like, I don't know, maybe like a seven, six and a half out of ten. Like, it, it's an event to go to. Like, did I have more fun at other events? Like, probably most definitely. They're maybe, like, a little bit more interactive and, like, planned out, like, as far as, like, scheduled and, you know, which kind of sounds the opposite of, like, what fun. a motorcycle event <laughs> should be. the opposite of fun. But it's cool. <laughs> like, you know, like, okay, like, at 9 o'clock, there's a band coming on and we're going to yeah, do these they, games. Yeah. Not, like, down to the detail or anything, but there was, like, there was activities, you know. Yeah, I think maybe if they had some music there, it probably would have been better. Yeah, or even like a big ass community bonfire. Yeah, that could have been good too. Because there's like twenty community bonfires. So unless you like decided to walk around in the dark and mingle, oh, oh yeah, I was we like, walked around late. I was like, should we switch topics? But we can't even like end this conversation until we go over the fucking tunnel. Yeah, it's just a tunnel. I was like, they're like, there's this fucking haunted tunnel with like plastic sheets and everything hanging in it, and like I'm the world's biggest fucking pussy. And I don't like anything that scares me. I don't want to go in a haunted house. None of it. Like, I just didn't get time for it. And I we get up Too to busy. this tunnel because everybody's, like, making it out to be something. And this girl's, like, tossing her cookies and falling into the woods. And, like, there's kind of a group oh, of us. Oh, yeah. She threw up on the walk. And then I think they threw her into the weeds so she could pee. Yeah. And then, like, you know, they were, like, helping her the whole time. So, like, I was definitely in better shape, right? But we get up to this fucking tunnel. And I'm not, like, I ain't fucking going in there. So Rodney, because they had to pull the gate up because, like, it's, like, closed off, no access. So Rodney's, like, pushing me from behind. Like, yep. you're not backing out and, like, shoving yeah. me between this gate and this door. Mm-hmm. And then it, the whole time, I'm like, fuck this. So I'm just running through it because I don't wanna, even want to be in there. Like, you literally shoved me in. Yeah, I had no idea where you went. And then we come out the other side and security's waiting for us. And I, like, just made it out before I think they caught, like, you, Josh, and... No, 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 no. Like, I looked the other way and they walked right past me. Who did they get then? They got somebody. And they started reaming their ass. Maybe Greg? Maybe it was Greg. And maybe one of the, like, one of... uh, One of the other dudes? Yeah. Yeah, it was gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. And then all my kids learned their uh, dance moves after watching Jetbag Josh's videos. Oh, that was when, (laughs) no, when when Jetbag Josh was revving up his bike. Yeah. And doing, like, the DX, like, uh, suck it fucking dance move and now that's titan's like go to yeah 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 definitely he was doing the kenny powers he got style points from titan we'll call that one the kenny powers <laughs> or it's the dx the kenny dx powers i don't know yeah remember that degeneration x yeah it's wwf and then we rolled out the next day pretty early uh-huh yeah it was, it was a cool spot though i mean it, it's an experience to be had like if you're gonna go out in the world like what do you got to lose Better, you know, it's some experience over none. Yeah, it's cool. You kind of get to see what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. Then our next trip was probably the camp out at the quarry. Yeah, I think so. That's good times. That's a good spot. Yeah, we got to go swimming there. We never, I don't think we went swimming when we were at No, the because up by like the campground, it'd be like perfect weather. It wasn't hot until like you ventured down to the beach. And then you got to the beach and you're like, fuck this. The water don't even sound good. Well, like, I don't think anyone went like ready to swim. Like, we'd just be ripping mini bikes around and then you'd be like, oh, fuck, it's hot over here. I'm going to go back and get my shit to swim. And then you'd get back up in the shade and you'd forget you were going swimming. That's true. And then by that time, it was like dark. Yeah. And it was like, oh, 
missed it. The spot at the quarry was pretty cool, though. Yeah, it was a cool spot. Until I lost my glasses, I got flipped underwater. And then I had, like, the whole community of, like, motorcyclists feeling around with their feet trying to find my glasses. Uh Uh-huh. And I got them back, and they were all scratched up. But it was better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a lot of the events we go to, like, with the exception of the low brown, we just get freaking rained out the whole time. Yeah, it didn't rain a low brown. It rained at the quarry in the morning the next day. And they had that cool... Uh, we did, we tented like, it for a while like we hard. did at Burn and Turf, but then they had the upstairs venue with the... Well, I don't think we could leave the canopy without it blown disappearing. Away. But then we just put it down and then went up in that thing. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> we got set up at night. I mean, like we got there pretty late. It was we a got hot there day before day everybody else. Yeah, but it was dark out. Like We were setting up in the dark. It was just getting dark, though. Yeah, and then they rolled so in way late. it was like 9.30. Yeah. Because it's summer. Which I think that spot's going to be in Michigan this year. Is what, if they do it. If that chick does it. I don't remember who it was. Yeah. I'm sure she has a name. It's it a cool venue, though. Like, you could ride around, like, the trails a little bit. But mostly it was, yeah, like, one trail in an open field. But they had, like, some, like, racing and stuff on the highway right there. And then big ass. Mm-hmm. The cops didn't care. Cop was, uh... Yeah, you almost uh, fucking dumped uh, it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I tuned up a little bit <laughs> and lost it on that gravel. Yeah. <laughs> Thought he was going to say something at that point. He never said anything. Yeah, they were pretty chill. It was cool. He was super annoyed when I needed a Band-Aid, though. Like, I'm pretty sure I was bleeding from something. I caught my hand or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's so like, we're cops. We don't do that. Yeah, like, go fucking figure it out. Yeah. Play at your own risk. Yeah. Yeah, that was a cool spot. And then uh, we did Burn Turf again this year. Uh-huh. That was dope. Burn Turf's always a good time. We had a big Ohio crew come up with us. Highly recommend it. Greg's exhaust broke. Yeah. Mini bike broke. Mini bike exploded. Almost killed ten... Twice. <laughs> <laughs> ten citizens nearby. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Like, I was sitting uh, back funny. and watching, and I think at that point I had my leg up because I'd already smashed it underneath the mini bike, taken a corner too tight on that little figure eight track. And, uh, oh, Labyrinth. I had a she bush light fucking, on my ankle. Yeah, and Labyrinth took a dive off a mini bike. Like, face forward. Like, caught some roots or something and somehow flipped it. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty brutal. Yeah, she's tough as shit, though. Like, you know, at that point, she's bleeding from her chin. And I just remember, like, looking up at me because everybody's like, there was some nurses there and stuff, which was cool. So they were, like, trying to get her set up so they could take her up to the ER and get that taken care of. And she just, like, dead straight looked at me and was like, am I good? And I was like, you're good. So good. And it was pretty intense. Like, you know, she's just, she's so tough to be able to take a hit like that. And then she came back later and she looks at me. She's like, I'm pissed because I can't dance to the Misfits. You know, and it kind of like Why blew out the rest of the experience. In case she got hit in the face. She had all the stitches in her face. Well, you just don't dance with your face. Well, you know, I think I think Garrett was doing like a little bit of mothering too. Like, dude, what if she would have put a full face helmet on? Just <laughs> 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 out there, just. Fucking. I don't think she'd be amused by that, but yeah, we'll we'll go with that. Why not, dude? So Take her and face. I got some misfits to get down to here in the future. Yeah. Like, next year's burning turf. Dude, I was just... But she won the mini bike trophy, too. The race trophy. She got to take that home oh, with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, she deserved it. I feel like... Yeah. I was just stoked that Slumlord played uh, Beastie Boys. Yeah, that was pretty cool, too. Because it was 
It was good the year before. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. And then uh, they did the bike races, and you won the slow races, right? I won the slow race, and I won the mini bike drag race, which was the unofficial race. The unofficial official but race. I won it. Oh, God. You and Kaylin times. are going to have to throw it on next year. Well, I didn't drag race her. I drag race beef. And Oh, yeah, on the and highway. Yeah, and that's what blew up the clutch in the yeah. mini bike. Yes, but I still won. Yeah. <laughs> I was a flag girl. I was pretty sure one of those bikes was going to jump up from underneath one of you and bite me in the face. I think his almost did the first time. Mine almost did the second time. Like, I was just too close. Like, those things never take off well. Not if you take off full throttle. Oh, it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. You're just putting me in fucking harm's way. Like, you got it. Don't worry. All right. You get out of the way. If you're in the way, you'll get. You'll figure out how to get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it works. No, so then, uh, what other? There's Jetbike Josh. He dumped his bike. He doing dumped the, his bike doing the chug and run. Chug and run, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah that was uh, pretty wild. He almost wild. had it. He was a close second. Yeah. I don't think he did it. I did it the first time, and I was just like fishtailed in the back the whole way. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I was just sliding like 90 degrees each way. Yeah. I was like, I'm good. And like all this, if you haven't been there, it's like set up next to the Paresville Saloon. So it's just like all farm and horse and cow country, whatever you want to call it, in the middle of nowhere. And there's just this tiny little saloon. Maybe like you can see one house and like maybe that barn that's right down the road. So it's really out in the middle of nowhere. And there's like some yelpy fucks that showed up, which is kind of bizarre. Dude, a to- wedding party showed up. Yeah. That's what it was. And they were kind of running their mouth, so I thought there was going to be some throw down there. And then... Oh, that was earlier in the day. I don't know who those people were. At night, though, a wedding party showed up, and this fucking old dude busted out, like, one of the biggest bag of mushrooms I'd ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't the think they were as, like, quite as yuppie as, like, the daytime people. No, but they had, like, suits on. But you're like, where the fuck do these people even come from? Because, like, you can drive 40 miles in any direction and barely dude, fucking they, hit a house. They sang Greg happy birthday. On Greg's non-birthday. <laughs> but there was, like, some other Yelpie people, like, maybe, like... Earlier in the day. No, no, no. No, it was at, daylight. No, at night, too. But it was, like, different people, right? There's, like, uh, some bar hoes and some, like, old dudes, right? And they're playing on the pool table. So, like, my thing is always to get into the bar if I can and jump on the pool table because I took second in the Northeastern um, when I was 20. So, like, I have some experience playing pool. So this is something I love to do. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to jump on this table and win it. Well, these, like, two bar skags were, like, sitting there, and one of them ends up losing her purse. And so, like, since I'm the other fucking female over there, she's, like, practically implying that I stole it the whole fucking time. And I was like, did you leave it in your car? Like, she's three sheets to the wind. She doesn't even know her fucking name, but she's insisting that I took her fucking purse. Yeah. Did you find it? I have no idea. I was like, go check your car. Like, I was trying to be helpful because I bartended for 20 years. So I know when people aren't acting right, they're just not in the right mind, you know? So, like, I could have been, like, hypercritical and rude yeah, back. Out that far in the country, it can be hard to tell, though. Yeah. So, I was like, you know, she she wasn't working with something. She was, she was short. But yeah, her uh, elevator didn't go to the top floor. This is true. A couple tools missing from her shed. Yeah. And uh, I tried to help her, but at that point, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not fucking working, and I'm not bartending, and I don't have kids, and I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm not dealing with your shit. Like, figure it out. Hmm. Well, I played on the table for a good while after that. Mm. But yeah, there was like quite a few people that showed up this year compared to last that like weren't really with the group, if you want to call it that. Yeah, there was those one dudes who didn't want to pay or yeah. something. 
But they wanted to, like, partake. Yeah. Yeah. And you mean, like, come on, like, you couldn't afford, what was it, like, fucking $10? Yeah, it's, like, nothing. Like, be reasonable, you know what I mean? You show up to an event, it's 10 bucks. pay your fucking $10. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're going to be there for five minutes, pay your 10 bucks. Right. It's not a thing. Like, who doesn't have 10 bucks? Uh, I don't know. He had a pink shirt on, so you would think he had money. Yeah. Like, pink shirts just scream, like, yuppie fuck. Yeah. I mean, if you got a salmon shirt on, I'd say you probably got, like, at least $180 in your pocket. If it's collared, too, on your natey. Like, guy probably has, like, sailboats in his lineage. Yeah, most definitely. I would think. He probably had boat shoes on, too. A lot of people doing boat shoes. Boat shoes in cow country. No socks in my boat shoes. Smoke pot like the Pope do. <laughs> That's a stone celery rhyme. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So, that one I drove the van to. Because I pretty much decided I'm about the van life now. Because we got, like, this set up in the back with, like, lights. And we've got a power bank for, like, charging shit when we need to. And a futon mattress. So, it's much more comfortable than being on a blow-up mattress or in a tent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hauled all the mini bikes out, and like you know, you ran the crew out there. Did we bring four mini bikes? We had. Yeah, we did. Didn't no, we, we didn't no, take we the red three. one. We brought three. Yeah, we had the two doodles, and then the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing too, because <laughs> <laughs> the one died. Yeah. So we go to do the mini bike races, and I fucking jump the bike five seat five seconds oh, out yeah, yeah. and like blow the chain off and everybody's like you're going the wrong direction i'm like i'm not going anywhere like i can hold the <laughs> throttle down the bike is not fucking moving yeah, and uh you really did yeah you're worried about us hitting you with a drag race you wheeled it harder than anyone oh i did i fucking popped chain right off yeah yeah me and alex uh that ma kid put on the best race nobody's seen yeah. So he was like, you want to have a go? And fucking he would get in front, and I would get in front, and he would get in front. It was it was really up in the air. Yeah? I barely won. Barely? Yeah. I was going to do Dave. Yeah. It was like came down to the last corner. Yeah. Dude, Caitlin fucking would blow me out of the water because we were racing. Like, before she busted her chin, we were racing. Dude, and, she uh, was racing with no brakes. She was, like, going so hard. And I was like, I already hurt my ankle at that point because I was like, I think when I got there, I was fucking around and I had moccasins on. So I like literally just crushed my ankle. So at that point, I'm like already a little like jumpy about dumping it again. Yeah. Really, I didn't dump it. I didn't like come off the bike, but I took the corner too quick and like it came out from under me. So I tried to pull the bike up and it slammed me in the in the leg. But she was she, she was just going fucking hard. I was like, there's no way because me, her, and that other chick were racing the one that I was originally supposed to before I dropped the chain. Mm-hmm. And I was like almost keeping up with Kaylin, but just not fucking quite. Yeah, she had no brakes. She was balls to wall the whole time. Because something was going on with her butt. I think I adjusted uh, like the idler. They just put that Predator then, in there too. Because like before they didn't have that. Yeah. So maybe when they switched that out. And then her fucking brakes quit working. So I was like, I got good news and bad news. You can ride it, but you don't have any brakes. She was like, what do you mean? I was like, I zip tied them to the frame. Like the whole caliper setup. Because yeah. they were just fucking dragging. And yeah. getting caught up in the fucking... With the disc. Yeah. So she had zero brakes. Like, even if she wanted brakes, there was no brake. There wasn't a little bit of brakes. Yeah. Like, they're just, they, they're they loose, they're squishy, there's no No brakes. That's why she's going balls of wall the whole time. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, 
Breaks what? No fucking breaks. Yeah, drag a foot. I don't know. Fall yeah, off. well, when she actually dumped the bike, she dumped Josh's bike, and that one's just not proportionately set up well, because it's that's like... That's because that one had brakes, and she wasn't used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so she stopped I'm not going to give her going. shit. Like, she fucking took it like a champ and, like, still takes it like a champ, so I'm not I'm not going to crack jokes about that. Mm. I got I to gotta represent for the females. Okay. But... That's your duty now. She's, she's a trooper. And then our next activity would have been uh, the camp out that we went to for a family vacation. And then Beef and Renee came up and hung out with us. Yep. Where was that? I don't remember. Just like north of Standish? No, it was like north of Gaylord. Not Gaylord. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then... uh. Beef and Renee came up, Josh and Renee. Yeah, and he dumped it within 15 <laughs> minutes of being there. Just soaking fucking wet, too. In a puddle. <laughs> and you know what? I can't even help but laugh because it's not even necessarily the moment because I wasn't there for it. But the cliff or the clip you made of him like jumping off the cliff <laughs> just fucking cracks me up to this day. Yeah, that was a good clip. <laughs> and then Renee's like, what the fuck? You can't even be here for five minutes without like destroying it, it the only pair of clothes. It was for sure within the first 15 <laughs> minutes he was there like i took him on that one little short ride and then he was like oh puddle i'm gonna ride through it and then he rode through it and then yeah because that his, was the next day on his way back he was doing like 40 miles an hour and hit a rock in the middle of it and just went down so hard <laughs> yeah oh god made for hilarious. some great footage though yeah that was pretty wild and yeah, then that uh fun. that was the precursor to the dust up to see, uh, like that was fun, and then Beef did the dust up. Yeah. Which was also mini bikes. That was Standish, Sterling area. Was it? Yeah. I thought they both were for some mm. reason. No. Like different parts of the same Those area. trails were more fun, I feel like. Dude, those were way better, but there wasn't as much sand. Like, there was sandy parts, but it was a lot of, like, hilly two-track grass yeah. and rocks. Like, that bowl that you and Josh went into. That was sand. Yeah, that was, like, the evil Knievel or not, or, like, what's the daredevil ones that they do that in the ball? The wall of death. The wall of death. Yeah, it was nothing like that. <laughs> it was sand. Yeah, but, I mean, like, it, it had like, that bowl effect, and you were, like, whipping around in circles. Oh, yeah, it was fun. You know what I mean? Like, I'm giving you a little more credit. Just take it and smile. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> There's some, like, good hill climb areas, too. And, of course, it rained. It rained the whole time. Yeah, it rained. Even when it wasn't raining, it was just, like, wet air. Yeah. And me and Josh got lost for a couple hours. And so, nobody even noticed. I noticed. Nobody I got, even like realized we were gone. Are you kidding me? You can ask Renee and Josh because there was like a couple times we were all sitting around that fire, and I'm like, they've been gone for a really long time. And like, I called you, and nobody had service, and I called again, and nobody had service. No, we didn't bring our phone. And I was like, should <laughs> we, somebody go out and look for these and guys? Earlier in the day, I was like, you know what the best part of these pants are? No pockets, so I don't have a cell phone. Because it was like pitch black, and I'm like, okay, something happened because. They still aren't fucking back because I went out for the original ride. Yeah. And then we swapped out because you and Josh took the Bajas and I had the doodle bug. Yeah. And I wasn't kind of sure about it because I like the maneuverability of the doodle bug because it's so small and you can make quick turns. And I felt like the Bajas were going to be like more trying to ride a motorcycle in the dirt, like too heavy, you know? Yeah. But then we swapped out 
halfway through the last part of the back end of the trip. So much easier. And I was like just flying like a Cadillac or something, just like rolling Uh, through the motions, you know? This Cadillac of the tall grass. Yeah, it was dope. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to post up here next to the bonfire. For real. Gone for hours. And somebody did notice. I for sure fucking noticed. Josh was slightly worried. Slightly. You can see in the videos I made on Instagram. Well, no, wait, you were gone for hours and then you came back and I was like, you were gone for a really long time and then you were gone for hours again and this time like even like twice as long. we weren't gone for a long time the first time. Oh, yeah. No, we were gone for like 40 minutes and came back. I think it was longer than that. Because it was just about to get dark. So I was like, we're going to grab these lights just in case we're gone past dark. Yeah. And then there was that dude he was cooking like, because you guys were out rolling around. There was that dude that picked all those mushrooms and then uh, he was like grilling them up. I think like lobster or crab mushrooms or something they're supposed to taste like crab or some shit oyster are you sure yeah i think they're oyster mushrooms i don't think so i think they're like lobster or something i think i think it was a little more bougie than that you know no because there's some mushroom that like grows out of a dead mushroom like a mushroom grows you can't eat it that one dies and this other thing grows out of it and i think those were like the and oyster, that's what you eat oyster mushroom or, or fucking something and then when we first got, got like there, a fishy flavor. Beef was like, "I'm gonna show you the campsite." So he pops me in this like side by side and almost murders me with tree branches. Yeah, I didn't want to get in the side by side. He's like, "Come on, like, get in." I'm like, "Dude, like I'm trying to set shit up." He's like, "Come on, get in." I'm like, "I don't want to." He's like, "Get in." I'm like, "All right," and I got in, and then he's just fucking. I was cold. Like I had a t-shirt on. It was I just cold. Got out of the van. It was fucking cold. I'm like, "All right." And no, it was wet the whole time. Now I'm cold and wet. Okay, thanks. I'm going to go set my shit up now. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was cool, though. It was a huge site. I mean, like, there's yeah, a couple different we hills on my back. We fucking hours. And I was like, Josh, I thought you guys fucking rode all day yesterday. He's like, we did. I'm like, you didn't come over to this party? He was like, no. I was like, great. Well, there's like, so I was like telling Caitlin about it. Because I was like, it is like the ideal mini bike track. Because it's just so fluent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's some hard bumps and stuff in there and some deep drops, like, on occasion, like, when we'd have to go around those big puddles and you could see somebody kind of created, like, a track off of a track. Yeah. I jumped, like, a double that I came up short on. Face in planted f- in the no, handlebars? dude, I did, like, a fucking Superman on the handlebars, my feet up in there behind me, and then came down on it and kept everything up. Yeah, you had the GoPro, but it, like, wasn't just fastened down quite enough where you could see, really see the yeah, whole time. Yeah, it was a bad mile. I need to be on my helmet or something. I almost dumped it in that big-ass puddle, too, when it was, like, a two-inch track along the side. You remember that? Oh, yeah, I came flying back through, and it just was like, oh, shit. And I just I just went through it. I just went for it and got across it pretty easily. Oh, well, with your pro-level experience, don't mind me over here. Slowing yeah, up production. I've been riding a minute. Yeah. But I haven't been on a... I mean, like, my first time on a motorcycle even was five years ago. Yeah. So. Mine was 33 years ago. Yeah. And I've had one ever since. But I think that's why, like, I really decided to, like, take the leap to, like, start riding with you. Was because, like, I know that you are comfortable on the bike, which makes me comfortable on the bike. You know, like, some of these guys go out and, like, they get a new motorcycle or they get a new bike and they're going to rip around, like, retards and... Yeah, like, that video of that dude who buys all that leather stuff and he's on that Harley in front of the garage. It's, like, yeah. a classic 
meme. You video. see dudes like dropping chicks off the back of bikes or dropping bikes with chicks on the back, and like I'm not, I'm not that person. Like every once in a while, you get a little too reckless for me, and I start throwing knees into your kidneys yeah. from behind. But it's fine. You know, I've come a long ways. I've it's come a long ways. Fine. I like really enjoy the mini bike thing though. That's probably mini like one of my fun. favorite things to do because like I can't really ride my own bike it's just hard to like bring mini bikes and a motorcycle yeah well we gotta drive separate yeah which is what we kind of did last year for the first time yeah for just one just for burning turf was that it yeah and then the rest we just rode together yeah left the bike yeah that's true mm-hmm yeah, I got a little antsy, though, when I was driving that van out because I was, like, loaded up and then trying to, like, stay close to you guys so that way nobody was riding your ass or doing nothing stupid. But I almost got cut off a couple times. Like, people flying over hills across the fucking yellow line. And that yeah. van does not move. Oh, that thing's agile like a crocodile. Yeah. Easily. What were we talking about? Life. Mm. Traveling. Yeah. Mini bikes. Yeah. Camp so, outs. Yeah, that's pretty much all of the summer... Riding season. Activities. Activities. Yeah. Is this a good activity? Like the one time that you made me wait in the thumb to win a trophy. Yep. And the guy blacked out because the heat was so bad. And you promised me there'd be a craft show there and there wasn't. I won a trophy though. (laughs) Wasn't it Father's Day too? Yeah. Yeah, that was all that mattered. Yeah. So that was a moment. Fuck him. Yeah. Whatever. Now Uh, it's just chilling. Yeah, now it's hockey season. Hunting season's over, now it's hockey season. The camo's been put away. Yep, the camo's been put away. Ridiculous. Like, when everybody, like, hits you up or says shit on fucking their stories or podcasts about, like, oh, I think I spotted Evo Jesus, and then there's just some picture of a fucking tree. Yeah. That shit cracks me up. Yeah. Uh, That was the reason I started talking to that Hayes dude at the dust-up, because he's wearing a tree bark jacket. Yeah. And I was like... You know, I'm the tree bark assassin. It's a brotherhood. What are you doing with that tree bark jacket? You're probably like, can I buy that off your back? No, he had it patched out, so I wasn't interested in it. I only like original, unadulterated uh, tree barks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, there's a whole story of tree bark, murder, mayhem and mystery and you can hear that on the crazy gentleman podcast because i did a long intro that might have carried into two intros that breaks down the corruption of the tree bark camouflage i just don't have words for that i'm just saying the dude might have <laughs> been murdered so the other guy could take the fucking trademark yeah it was big money they didn't even know each other it was all the people in the trademark office yeah, just offing each other. No. To take rights over Conspiring. Tree bark. Yeah. Yeah. Because the dude who ended up with the trademark got the money from a condo that was put up as collateral, which was owned by a bridge and iron company, which was heavily invested in by one of the guys in the trademark office who had previously denied the same trademark to a different guy. Because it was too generic and not descript enough. This is two more minutes of information on tree bark than I ever needed in my life. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's fucking... 
It's a crazy story. It's you know first, all the things about the all the things. It's the first fucking commercial camouflage. If you need to know about the history of anything, like he's your dude. He knows yeah. all the things. Yeah. Yeah. I like learning about things. Yeah. It's fun. But yeah, so I might do like a tree bark drop in September, which is what? Eight months away? On the website? Six months away? Eight months away. Yeah. Nine months away. It's a minute. It's some months away on the website, which is bumpshoppackroom.com. Dot com. And so, yeah, we started a website, and you can check it out at bumpshoppackroom.com. Dot com. <laughs> which is new designs and vintage stuff. And highlighted designs from other podcasts and companies. And, yeah, you can find Creep Cycle stuff there and you can find the crazy gentleman stuff there for a limited time only and a lot of the like new designs that we're putting out are gonna be limited time only for sure like that chopper shirt i think i'm just like it's available for the month and then it's gone and if you didn't get it you didn't get it i think most of the shit's gonna be like there's gonna be a couple things that like you can probably always get it's like the worst idea as far as like a business aspect because there's gonna be some dope shit and it's like yeah people want to buy it and now i'm gonna make it so they can't yeah it's a good thing we leave you in charge yeah well because you don't want too many people having one of something that's why vintage stuff is so cool because if you wear a vintage whatever like chances of seeing anyone else wearing that is like zero for sure so you know yeah, limited release. Limited everything. Yeah. I've gotten the coloring paper out and some crayons a couple times already. And uh-huh. It was kind of fun to come up with new creative ideas and like mm-hmm. kind of pull on things from the 70s as well. Yeah. For sure. It's fun. It's giving us something to do together. Yeah, it's something to do. It's cool. Um, You know, like go buy a t-shirt or just look at this shit or share it or laugh or laugh at it with your friends and be like this is fucking stupid or don't go buy a t-shirt yeah or go buy a t-shirt use my jedi mind tricks there's gonna be some other fucking buy it i'm working with a roaster we might have some black coffee congregation coffee yeah which will also be limited (laughs) oh man and i'm probably just gonna buy it mostly for myself but also a couple other people could get it if they hurry that's not out yet (laughs) Rush to get it now, but you can't have it. Yeah. Go look for it. And so, then DM me, like, where is it? And I'll be like, not out yet. I think, like, the moral of the story is, is, like, we're just always trying to, like, curate, like, new stuff and new ideas and, like, kind of, like, put stuff out there and give people opportunities to, like, find out about other podcasts and companies. And, you know, the idea is that you guys can come back in a month from now and find something totally different and dope or find something you fucking hate, but the next month there might be something equally as cool. Or equally as hated. This is true. And then, like, a lot of the vintage stuff, I mean, like, that rolls out so quick. So, you know, with the way that you go hunting, like, there could literally be anything the next week. Like, shit, he found these old corduroys, and I was like, nobody would pay a dollar for those. Like, I personally was, like, had no fascination with them and then sold them because, like, there's a niche for everything. And, like, you have the eye for the detail. Yeah, those were elephant safari pants from the 40s. Them were dope. 
Yeah, see, I wouldn't have known that. I just looked at him and was like, meh. Those are dope. Yeah. And I I might have even told you, like, oh, they're definitely going to, like, Seattle or Washington. Yeah. And I think some of them from Oregon bought them. Like, you dragged me into some serious, questionable spaces for the hunt and the treasure. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, it's in men's DNA is the hunt. Yeah. And that could be, like, for food or for cool old shit. This is true. I've been in some super sketchy basements. <laughs> yeah. Me and John that one day, that thing was fucking crazy. Like, just I'm... walking on shit, like... Yeah, it's you can, gross. It was, it was like three, you could just dig underneath your feet. When there's 47 cans of peanut butter in the corner? Oh, that place was gross. Like, you need peanut butter... 20 years old you got that had it. to be like y2k prepper yeah it was gnarly i did about five minutes in there and i was like i'm good but if you take me to that little lady's house that has like all the old victorian style shit i can spend an hour in there mm, i'm just like a different kind of hunter boring oh we have beautiful yellow velvet chairs in our living room yeah i'm boring <laughs> even though you hate them they're stupid oh yeah I don't even think they're old. I think they're like 80s, but made to look old. They're not. That's why I don't like them. They're imposters. You don't even know. I feel like they're old on their own, but they're impostering that they're older than they are. You can't assume their age. I'm assuming it. You can't. Yeah. You did no research. You're assuming their age. Yeah, they're terrible. They're magnificent. They're not, dude. No. Mid-century modern stuff. Now that would be dope. I feel like that's so barf. It's all like streamlined, one shape, one idea. Like you can walk in and see 20 of the same piece. No. There's nothing like visually appealing with colors or movement or anything. It's like here's your straight line and here's your other straight line. Yeah. Simple, clean, streamlined. Yuck. Dude, it's very artistically pleasing. For sure. And artistically means when you look at it, it's enjoyable. Okay. You can look it up. Well, you and I have different appeal or definitions. Of I mean, Victorian appeal. houses are cool. Like if they come with a vampire or something, but you know, like the curves and the movement and the furniture is much more appealing. The lines, the textures. I mean, like velvet and plush things. I, it's just it's a much more enjoyable. I don't know. I get this feeling of, like, being trapped in a hospital and, like, in a straitjacket when I'm in there with all these perfectly clean lines and perfectly utilitarian-shaped objects and white walls. Not that I've ever been locked up in a mental hospital. But if I was going to be, that's what I think it would feel like. Sounds like like you have. Dude, mid-century modern houses? Oh, my God. They're architecturally beautiful because of, like, the windows and the light that they let in. Like, they structurally let in... So much insides? Come on, dude. But. Mid-century modern, like, dressers? I would take a craftsman or a Victorian any day over a mid-century, though. With the exception of the lighting. Mm. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Check out our website. Bumpshopbackroom.com. Yeah. Or don't. Whatever. But do it. (laughs) But do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, make sure to come back, because... It's going to be something different every week. It's going to be a different... Maybe not every week. It's going to be a different person in your chair every week. Yeah. I'm replaceable. Yeah. Uh, 
I've had my five minutes of fame. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but I'm the fun. woman behind the man that does everything. Like the man that hunts. There's a season for everything. There's uh-huh. hunting season. Yeah. There's skate, like hockey skating season. Uh-huh. There's motorcycle building se- or motorcycle building season. Mm-hmm. And then there's motorcycle riding season. And then we're back to hunting season. That is the cycle of the world. So it's finally appropriate that I probably make a little guest appearance and talk about what it's like to be with a man that lives all the seasons. Um, yeah. And uh, on that note, it just means I cook a lot of dinners. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what it's like to be the woman behind the man that does everything. Yeah, well, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> that's it. It's episode one. And there will be more. After this one. Not right away, but eventually. Signing off. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 no and Vintage merch available at BumpShopBackRoom.com. BumpShopBackRoom.com.